You're listening to Those Dram Ginzers with your hosts, John and Zach. Hey everyone, I'm John. And I'm Zach. And welcome to Those Dramiansers, where we drink bourbon. And talk about it. <laughs> welcome back. I missed you, Zach, and I missed you guys, and we need to start getting ourselves on a regular schedule again, because I yeah. need this. <laughs> 100%. Absolutely. So, you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm going to be a lot better after this is over. I'll tell you that. And I have no idea how long we're going to talk because you and I, outside of me dropping some stuff off to you tonight, uh, we really haven't sat down and chatted. So this might be a lengthy one, people. There might be a lot and lot of tangents. <laughs> I like guarantee there's going to be a lot of tangents. Yeah. This show might be anything but whiskey. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> there'll be intermittent talks of whiskey in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. Anyways, back to our regular conversation. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, man. Ah, oh, come on, dude. It's not that late. No, it's not. But I was I was up working until like ten thirty last night. Uh, that was partially yeah. my fault. <laughs> no, no, we no, chatted no, no. in the driveway for a good bit. Well, yeah, it's because I missed your beautiful face, even if it was half covered by a mask. Yeah, right. But it was a whiskey mask, so, I mean, that counts, right? It was a whiskey yeah. mask. That was cool. <laughs> I, still, um, I still miss your beard, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Everyone's like, they say, like, you know, you're supposed to shave your beards because it, like, can weaken the effectiveness of the mask, you know? And I'm just like, mm-mm. No, I just wear my mask really tight. <laughs> I just like to think that it's a... Uh... It's an extra layer of defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <sighs> so, um, we want to... I want to do a, a quick update. So, if you haven't been following the show, because we have kind of been sporadic with our episodes, the most recent episode before this one today uh, is was... Um, we did a virtual community table. So... Um, Way back when, when we were allowed to hang out with people, uh, we did that Pittsburgh whiskey table, right? The play on yeah. of uh, the 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 wedding cookie table, right? And so Aaron wanted to keep doing it. We did a virtual version of it, and that's our latest show. Um, we also threw up another YouTube uh, episode um, where I went to Wiggles um, – ribbon cutting ceremony for their new restaurant that they opened up that they've been posting about for a while now. <clears throat> wiggle, 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 wiggle. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that was before the shutdown. It was early March before, you know, everything was, you know, well, shut down <laughs> uh, before the quarantine. So um, we waited on that footage. Then uh, when, when you were allowed to go to restaurants, now you're not for a couple weeks, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, I hope I, I figured I would, uh, fig, you know, cut the, uh, cut the video up and put it out there. So there's a, another YouTube show out there as well. And the reason I bring up Wiggle is because they came out with a new, uh, new whiskey because as she said, they have a, a handful of experimentals that they do every year, right? So we know about the Kilted Rye, right? The, their rye whiskey 
finished in, I think that is also Lefroy barrels as well. Um, I say as well on purpose. Uh, they came out with that. They just came out within this past month a bourbon version of that. So their Scotch cask finished Hello. bourbon. And again, Lefroy barrels. So peatiness and, and all other goodies that comes with the Lefroy, uh, whiskey. I cannot talk. I forgot how much I cannot talk. All right. So. Buddy, it doesn't help that we've been stuck inside for the last four months. That's true. That's true. You people are the only ones I talk to other than my wife and son. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I'm excited about this. So, it is uh, 46% alcohol. So, it's 92 proof. It's their organic bourbon finished in the Lefroy. They don't say how long. Either is H. I think it's their straight organic, so I think the regular one is at least two years. They don't have eh, how long they have it in the Lefroy barrels, but um, I don't know. I smell. I had to pour you a sample, right? Brought it over to you, and so I smelled this, and uh, I'm getting ahead of ourselves, but it smelled very peaty. Uh, not at first, though. But anyway, <coughs> um, so before we get into a lot of details with it, why don't we get into our Gorgeous segment, Zach. There's not much different. This is pretty standard bottle for them, right? The the 750. It's their, you know, the square, not square, rectangular, you know, kind of medicine, medicinal kind of bottle. Um, mm-hmm. You want to talk about basically the only difference is really the label. Yeah, I mean, the bottle itself is their their um, pretty standard classic square shaped bottle. It's still one of my favorite shaped bottles. I really like their mm-hmm. bottles. Um, the, the label is kind of the biggest differentiator with this guy. And I really like the label on this one. I think it's really, really beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the color palette is really, really kind of warming, calming, like it's very cozy, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, you would associate with a scotch and, you know, it's got that tartan, but a different tartan from what they did on their kilted rye to help differentiate it. There, it's, this is a much, they're, they're uh, he's gonna use my son's playing his piano in his room. <laughs> he's he playing it again. <laughs> um, fortunately, only thing it plays is uh, old timey tunes, so they'll all at least be appropriate to a whiskey show. There you go. Um, the kilted rye was a much more, I think, earthy kind of a palette, and this is a much warmer kind of summer palette. But um, that, uh, to and- me, that makes kind of sense. Because the kilted mm-hmm. is a rye, so it would be a lot more earthy mm-hmm. in general, and and the bourbon has a lot more of like a warm, like you're saying, summer yeah. um, feel to it. So yeah, I I like the yeah. I like the design that they ended up with. I do too, and it's also it's a much softer design, which you know, mm-hmm. if you ask anyone who drinks bourbon mm-hmm. or rye mm-hmm. or anything like that, they'll still oftentimes say that bourbon is kind of you know the gentler of the two, the mm-hmm. softer mm-hmm. of the two. I mm-hmm. think just due to the nature of the two drinks. So, um, yeah, I think it's really beautiful. I like the, uh, the, uh, the font that they chose, mm-hmm. um, kind of like a semi cursive kind of a font going on here a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know that there's like better, more designing words I can say right now, but my brain is on like 25% <laughs> capacity. So I am focusing on having like a coherent conversation. 
<laughs> and we're going to leave all the all the floof, all the jargon at the doa. Um, I'm just laughing because I can hear him in the background with that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the whistle that only my dog should be able to hear. Yeah, it's coming through um, real nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. so when John finishes this and can't hear anymore, I'm mm-hmm. really sorry, Lisa. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so for my extended rambling kind of uh, <laughs> gorgeous segment. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I think it's gorgeous. <laughs> so, yeah, I, because I can't read. I can't talk or read, you know, shocking. Uh, it does say down here, straight bourbon finished in Scotch barrels, so it is aged at least two years and even says it on the side if I'd have turned it over. But, um, so because... Uh, it's Wiggles bourbon, and from our interview with them, we know that their bourbon is weeded, and it also says on the side, corn, wheat, malted barley. Um, we haven't done a regular show like this in a very long time. Uh, just not not only just time wise, right, calendar time, but mm-hmm. also like show wise. You know, you have to kind of go yeah. back a bit until from our previous like regular episode you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so for those that might be new to the show welcome um but we also use a control whiskey palate warmer if you will something mm-hmm. to compare notes is with um i should just get oh, i don't think i have their regular just their regular bourbon i have like all the different variations of it but uh for our control, we usually have two, but since this is a weeded bourbon, um, I'm one with Maker's Mark tonight as my control. Mm-hmm. Um, you as well. That's me as well. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, we don't, we've done this enough. We don't need to do any nosing or tasting notes with the makers. You know, it's just kind of use it as a, like I said, a palate warmer and something to to compare notes on. Sean, I'm picking up uh, vanilla. On theirs? No, on the, oh. on the makers. I was <laughs> it was my my very very of, tired yeah. attempt at being somewhat smarmy and a bit of an ass. Yeah, we haven't done, we haven't done makers as a control in so long because no, it's been a minute. We, I didn't realize there's not that many um, weeded. Uh, weeded bourbons out there. So uh, yeah, now I've had makers personally, you know, like but just for the show wise, we haven't had it. But um, yeah, so. Um, Let's go into our next segment, which is going to be very, very long because it's going to be the rest of the show. But the uh, let's drink. Wow. <laughs> so off the off the right away, what do you get off the nose? We're diving into the uh, wiggle nose. Wiggles, yes. I don't get an overly, like, peat smell. No, I got a really... Oh, there's something... Oh, man, I know this smell. Oh, shit. It's almost like a really, chocolate really hard earthy... Really Susanna is playing in the background. <laughs> I know. That, I didn't know we were going to have background music this whole show. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... We're going to be like those podcasts that have that kind of, like... Yeah. <laughs> in the background like the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only ours is a 
ear splitting rendition of Oh Susanna on a battery operated keyboard played by a two year old who is in complete control of the pitch and tempo. That's great. So this is quarantine folks. This is real life and it's happening right now. But I'm getting like, just like a chocolate earthy note on the nose. I'm like I'm really trying to nice. dig deep for a peat and I'm not getting it. No, I'm getting a I'm not really, e- really yummy, delicious, campfire, woodsy, earthy, somewhat smoky, but not peat smoky. Just mm-hmm. like a really soft smokiness to it. What the hell? Ah, I can place this smell. I have smelled it before in my life prior to this show. Mm-hmm. In some food. Yeah, I uh no, I mean really just like the chocolate earthy. I don't hate it. I think it's very interesting. What's what I do think is interesting is I don't get any of the wiggle nose that you typically get from their bourbon. Like it's almost gone, you know. It's really subtle. The whole nose, mm-hmm. the whole thing is really mm-hmm. subtle. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm kind of sticking my nose in the glass right now. Same, same. Which I don't but know. I, I mean, like it. Do you want subtle when you're going with a Scotch cash finished? I can't say words. Scotch cask finished bourbon. Do you want subtle on the nose? I guess it depends. I think it comes back to the whole subjective thing you know if you're somebody like me who's a little bit more standoffish to heavy Mm -hmm. peat and you're kind of viewing this as maybe a really good entryway to kind of transition from scott from bourbon to scotch you know i could see you maybe hoping for like a gentler entry or even if you're just somebody who likes less peaty scotches and just kind of likes that warming kind of campfire smell Mm -hmm. i could see you looking for a slightly less nosy nose if you are somebody who is kind of looking for that eyelet scotch finish Mm -hmm. if you're you're not gonna get it going off of just the nose yes because we've had some scotches that don't taste or don't smell like a typical scotch but then when we go to the tasting it's like there it is you know Um, yeah we've had that with like you said we've had that with regular Mm -hmm. scotches where we're like Mm -hmm. oh this isn't beauty at all and then we took a drink of it and we were like i just sucked on a sharpie (laughs) so um speaking of drinking it what's that what do you think of the nose it's a little too subtle for me okay and i don't know why like i really have to dig deep i'm starting now to get kind of switched it around i started now to get a little bit of a, a peatiness, a smokiness, but I don't know. I had to search too far for that one, you know. But let's dive in. Hmm. Well, that was an interesting first sip. I like the nose because, you know, I like I like that kind of subtler. Mm-hmm. It's a very gentle whiskey. 
I think on the nose and on the palate, but I think you definitely get more of that kind of scotch infusion on the palate than you do on the nose. And I get it on the back half. Yeah. And then the finish, like after, you you know, like when you just kind of sit with it for a bit, mm-hmm. like that's where it really comes through. Not overpowering. I don't think this is like realms of like Ardbeg. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. But I think it it's a... I mean, it is a For a finished bourbon, which is a finished bourbon, yes. You know, it's, That's, it's not going to be scotch. Right. I know. I don't know. I guess because of every other ones we've had. Which, I guess, no. I lied. I don't know if we've had a f- scotch finished bourbon before. I haven't. Only ones I've had are uh, um, scotch finished rye. Wait, no, that's a lie. We had a peated bourbon from Liberty Pool. Well, see, I don't, I don't categorize these the same because that's that fair. is a peated that's bourbon. Fair. There's peated Marley, like you know the yeah, that's true. This one the bar, the Marley up in the barrel. The the that is part of the 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 mash bill. Yes, thank you. I can't think of words yeah. anymore. That's part of the mash bill. So I don't put these in in the same category that's um, fair, because man. this is a finished. Mm-hmm. And that's made to be like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, it's on the back end. I get wiggle on the front before we go on the back. I'm Definitely not a that wiggle on the front. I'm not a Lafroy, uh expert. Mm-hmm. I think of all the whisk of all the scotches, that's probably the one I've had the least. Um, although, did you get my text? Was it last week? Two weeks Which ago? One? That the did. um. Glen Levitt 18, the one we had at the yeah, Whiskey yes. Fest. It's on, they have like three or four bottles. They did, I don't know if they still do, but they did have the 18 at the, my, the one close to me. And it was like mm-hmm. 130 and I almost pulled the trigger. <laughs> Dude, I was seriously like that close to just being like, buy it, mm-hmm. buy it, we'll split it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. Maybe if I go back that way, if it's still there, I'll grab one. Okay, so now that I've tasted it, I went back to the nose, and I am getting a little bit more of a earthy smoke note, you know, like a grassy note, you know. But um, yeah, taste that that peat, the scotchy finished. It, it definitely finishes that way. Um, my expectations for this were a wiggle bourbon the way a wiggle bourbon tastes mm-hmm. with a finish of peat and it's not a I don't think it's a 50-50 split what it actually no. tastes like I think it's more like a 70-30 scotch to wiggle like I can taste a little bit. I can taste that it's wiggle, but the scotch finish on the palate takes over that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I um, I don't hate that. Ooh, there's a weird like butterscotch there at the end too. That was interesting. Hmm. That was a fun sip. 
<laughs> every every sip's a fun sip, right? Well, yeah, that too. But, well, that's the thing. It's like never go off of your first sip. Yeah. Right? It can change, especially your pal- especially if it's the first thing you're having. Now, we didn't have that. Right. I've been drinking Makers as well. But um, hmm, that is – that's interesting. Do you have uh, – do you have it pulled up on like the their website? Mm-hmm. What's the um? Do we want to talk price now? Or you want to talk price later? It doesn't matter. All right. What's the price? We got no time. We got no time limit, man. It's our All show. Right. What's What's the price on this one? Eighty five. Okay. Hmm. So eighty plus. I mean, you're talking. That's that's like the first thing I the first whiskey I think of when I think of eighty dollars is Booker's. Mm-hmm. Um, which I may find, I may have found my sweet spot for wine and spirit stores. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give the location, but every time I've been to this one, they've had multiple bottles of Booker's. I'll text you later. <laughs> so, and I know the person that runs it. So nice. Yeah, might have to. A little conversation with them. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, eighty-five. We're talking bookers. Um, I don't know. I don't want to give rating yet. We've only been talking for twenty minutes. <laughs> which yeah, probably no, would, which it's... would be a quick show for people because no one's driving to work anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. How has your uh, whiskey stash? Um, fared during this quarantine now we went through a time where you couldn't get any bottles from anywhere right to now the stores are back open so you can go get stuff if you want to how's uh how's your stash faring it's okay um i went through a bit of a phase where i was cooking a lot with some whiskey so my wild my wild turkey 101 took Mm -hmm. a hit there um it was a little bit for the Steak sauce, a little bit for Zach, a little more for the steak sauce, a little more for Zach, a little Ooh. more for Zach, a little you more might... for the steak sauce, and then the rest for Zach. That's what I don't do um, enough is cook with whiskey. I did I did recently. So we uh, – and all, anyone who is a fan of, of smoking, not like, you know, puff, puff, pass smoking. I'm talking like pulled pork, like that type of barbecue smoking. Mm-hmm. I don't have a smoker. Yep. So when we do pulled pork, we just do it in the crock pot, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we did this whole thing, you know, and um, there's a lot of like juices left over, and I hate, I hate, hate, hate to throw those out. So normally right. I will strain it, um, pour it into like a, you know, like a sauce pot, like a small sauce pot, and I'll just kind of like cook it down, like reduce it. Yeah, it's kind of like an uh, au jus kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I was talking with our smoking experts, Aaron and Scott, and I was like, "What? tell me what to do with this because I keep doing the same thing and I'm not getting what I want. And so Aaron said basically like turn it into my own barbecue sauce. Nice. So um, uh, we did uh, – so it was all the juices from the pork, but then also there was a can of um, cherry Coke that we poured in there. So it was like that that stuff, you know, all that goodiness in there and then uh he just had me make like my own barbecue sauce basically uh and had a, a a shot of um I put a shot of buffalo in it. Nice. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, it was 
It was real good. Was it bomb.com? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you have got me hangry for barbecue right now, bro. Yeah. But I think that's gonna Just, be one of my next like selfish purchases. Yeah. Is gonna be a smoker because we have a lot of things we have to buy around the house, but that might be a selfish buy. <laughs> that's okay. But um but anyway. So I'm sorry, I cut off your story. How's your stash? Mm. Other than cooking with it, how's your stash going? It's going okay. My maker's forty six is gone. Mm. My oh, this broke my heart, John. Oh, I'm I'm still in mourning over this. I am out of Mama Huff's holiday whiskey. Oh, you finished it. I finished it. I finished it like oh. the third week of quarantine. I managed three weeks. Mm. And there was just one day where I was like, man, it has been a week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, what would really kind of cap this week off nicely would be the last pour of Mama House Holiday Whiskey. I did not throw away the bottle because every once in a while I would just walk past the bottle and mm-hmm. smell it just mm-hmm. to remember. I have I have, a, I, oh, I have a little bit of that it. left up on the in the one crate on the wall. Um, both was, both my crates they're they're local crates so one crate is all wiggle the other crate is all liberty pole. Um, there you go. Uh-huh. I'm actually staring at. You know what this weekend was supposed to be this upcoming weekend, what? which is the what tenth and eleventh, like that weekend of um, July already. Can you believe? Yeah. It? You know what it was supposed to be? What the whiskey rebellion festival? Shit. Dude. Yeah. Because I'm staring Man, at the bottle been, from last year. We would have been rocking the new hats. We would have had our banner up. Mm-hmm. Full swag, full gear. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm, I mean, I understand oh, why they canceled it. There would have been barbecue. But, uh, I understand why they canceled it, but uh, it's still a little sad. Do you know who we got to get in touch with? And if mm. he's listening, I don't know if he follows the show at all or not, but we got to get in touch with uh, Eric Wolf. Mm-hmm. I know we keep saying you got to get in touch with Stroll Wolf. I mm-hmm. mean, I can't believe it's already been a year since we spoke to him at the last Liberty Pole. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know life happens, but mm-hmm. hopefully after this whole, that should be like one of our treats to ourselves as we drive up to Stolen Wolf after yeah. this is all done. It's fine with me. And while we're up there, while we're up there, we'll stop and get some like real Dutch apple pie oh. in town. Okay. Yeah, you got me now. Yeah, I think we'll. <laughs> I think some some cask strength rye and a Dutch mm-hmm. apple pie. Mm-hmm. That's the next T-shirt, everybody. <laughs> I um, uh, the only bottle because everyone knows what my stash looks like. So the only bottle that I really like killed over this quarantine was my um, Woodford double oaked. Oh yeah, yeah. I finally finished that one mm. late one night, but I uh, no, I bounce around too much, so I don't. Oh, I'm uh, same, man. I don't really finish too much, and like when we go up to my in laws, like for swimming and stuff, like over the weekend, um, I even change up what I bring there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, when when you love whiskey, you mm-hmm. don't want to like just. It's almost like on principle, you mm-hmm. don't want to keep bringing the same thing because you want everyone to taste the new things you're tasting, mm-hmm. and you want to like share that experience because whiskey is just better with friends. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Pittsburgh whiskey friends, I'm going to go ahead and borrow you. <laughs> oh, let's actually now that you there. say that, let's let's talk about that real quick. Let's give them a, a plug. Not that they need any more plugs from us, but we're going to give them one anyway. So currently, right now. 
at least as of us recording this, which is the, the July 8th, um, the Maker's Mark Private Select that they did back in October is finally ready for sale. It is a pin post in the group, which if you're not part of the group, I don't know what you're waiting for. Join the group. It's but like, it's, it's, literally, there's nothing. There's no excuses at this point no. because, like, where are you going to go? So, uh, and if you're going places, stop it. Go on Facebook and get on Pittsburgh Whiskey. Fans. Yeah, it's the only reason you need to go on Facebook is this group. Yeah, no, nothing else. Ignore don't read anything the, else. Ignore all the just watch the, BS. Yeah, just, just for this go group. on for the whiskey and the friendship. So, but right now they're selling their, um, their pick, and the pick is called Whiskey is Better with Friends. You know, this is, is the first solo pick they've done normally they partner with cleveland bourbon co-op and i think mm-hmm. they've done with some other groups too um but this is the first solo pick that they're doing so go to the group go to the pin post if you already haven't filled out an order fill out an order form follow the directions um i'm excited i'm excited about this one um i think the price is yeah it's 70 but i think that is totally worth it for mm-hmm this particular pick um we know these guys palettes we know their palettes are awesome um oh yeah I'm and excited. Makers, right? what's that and it's makers and yeah so makers. it's one of the I mean, private so selects you know you're getting a good whiskey regardless <clears throat> right and it's one of the private selects so it's one where they do like you know they add the staves to it and everything like that <clears throat> um so <clears throat> I, i'm excited for it um i know as of right now as of tonight the night that we're recording that there is um a decent amount available, so get on there, reserve your bottle. Um, you're not going to want to miss this. I am jumping on to Pittsburgh Whiskey Friends actually as we <laughs> speak. That clickety clacky here in the background is Zach. Is Zach ordering his bottle? Going on, going on. Yeah, I already oh, ordered mine. So we're good. Oh, uh, now a uh, little shout out. Um, my youngest brother, Tomas. Uh, I was a big fan of the show. He His birthday was on the 4th. He's a 4th of July baby. Uh, and I bought him. You were talking about Wild Turkey 101. I bought him a bottle of that for his birthday. Nothing too fancy. You know what I mean? But because um, he typically he's more of a mixer right now. But he is venturing into some other stuff. Just trying stuff like either on the rocks or neat. Um, but I figured give him a, a, a nice go-to. And... Uh, yeah, he he was excited because he had just finished his previous bottle. <laughs> nice. So, um, so yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Other little plugs other than that. And oh, I do want to. So we you know the the whole show we're talking about Wiggles Scotch cask finished bourbon, and I want to give a big big thank you to Wiggle for hooking us up with a bottle so that we could review it on the show. It's very yeah, generous of you, definitely. and I thank you a thousand times over. Mm-hmm. No, I that was really, really, mm-hmm. really... They did not have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I, w- I, was, I, was, I was hoping for even just, like, a sample bottle for us to split. That's all I... I it it but, seems silly that you asked for, I asked for it, but I figured it was worth a shot. And I, I mean, she could have gave me a two-ounce sample, and I'd have been peachy okay with that. Chicken jelly bean. <laughs> Sorry, I'm oh, you're really good. tired, and I've had three, three glasses already. Hmm. So this should get interesting. 
Yeah, probably. I'll tell you what's I'm working on. I'm I'll tell you what we ran out of, right? What we ran out of during the quarantine? What? Maggie's farm. Mm-hmm. Their rum? Like their their uh their spiced rum. <coughs> Pardon me. Lisa Do you sell the pilar? Oh yeah. We we kinda like stashed that away. Um but Lisa's a big fan of their spiced rum and we ran mm-hmm. out when the stores were shut down. And oh, no. uh, we ran to Liberty or we ran into Peel Libations. They were out, and we we're like, "Do they like this Maggie's Farm? Because it's right down the road." I said, Do they have any? And she was like, "No, right. they're out right now too. Like they've sold out. Like at this point, they're sitting on some. You know, they're just waiting for barrels to be fin. You know, finish." And I was like, "Ah, okay." So then, wine and spirit stores opened back up. I went in to grab a bottle for. Something else. I don't remember. I think it was. Oh no, that's what it was. I went to buy um, my dad a bottle of something. Well, I bought him a bottle mm. of Screwball because he just loves it. <laughs> and that's right. that's. I right. mean, I'll take it because he is not a whiskey fan in any way, shape, or form. But uh, mm-hmm. I'll I'll take a if he's into that. So I bought him a bottle of that for his birthday. And when I was in there, Wine and Spirits had one single bottle of Maggie's Farm Spiced Rum. So, of course, I scooped that up right away, right? And I even went mm-hmm. back and looked to see if there was more than one because I'd have bought basically the whole shelf. So mm-hmm. that was good. So we came back. She's in, you know, she's that, especially when we go up to um, uh, her parents' house, you know, she'll she'll do a little bit of, like, Maggie's Farm and, you know, uh, Cherry Coke or something like that um, mm-hmm. on the rocks by the pool. You know, she's, she's a happy camper. And um, so I went again to look for a bottle of wine for my mom's birthday. We had a lot of birthdays over quarantine. Uh, and when I was in there, they had, they, I, and I don't know if Maggie's farm finally got some in or if wine and spirits had these stocked before, like had these stashed in the back before, like they got shut down because they had three bottles there. Now I only bought one that time because I knew she still had the other one, but uh, yeah, that's, that's the one thing we've been restocking in the house. <laughs> Nice. Not whiskey, but it's still, you know, local. So I I do enjoy this. I think it's a very easy drink. Going back to, you know, the one we're supposed to be talking about. <laughs> uh, we can talk about whatever we want, man. It's our right? show. Um, I mean, we're going to keep talking about this, obviously, and because Wiggle's an amazing distillery mm-hmm. that you should all check out. Mm-hmm. And because their whiskey's really good. I Oh, ooh, before we change the subject, mm-hmm. um, first of all, if I sounded like kind of far away when you were talking about the rum i was like daydreaming while you're talking about it about like rum sounds like a fun drink to have with friends oh wouldn't it be nice to go over to john and lisa's and drink rum with them in person mm-hmm. and like the more you discussed having this rum i was like damn it i miss sitting in john's basement <laughs> i miss you sitting here too <laughs> oh, um i miss people oh, that but too. um a drink that i've had to actually actually kind of remember to pump the brakes on like i've had to make an active effort mm-hmm. to not drink the northern exposure so much mm. well i got my sample of bottle so i'm good you can you i can know keep going. <laughs> but i don't know i don't know when the next time i'm gonna be able to get out to get a bottle of that is so i'm trying to make it last well, but i don't honestly, even know if like is that a, i don't know if that's only a seasonal release or what i don't know but i don't want to i don't want to like just drink it like i've got 
the opportunity to get a million of them, right, you know, right. when in fact I might have the opportunity to get it like mm-hmm. one month out of the year. Um, it's been, uh, it's been taking a bit of a hit lately, but I, but I've, I've pumped the brakes. I've pumped mm-hmm. the brakes. Mm-hmm. I'm actually on their website right now. I'll let you know if they still have it available for mm. purchase and mm. they do. Oh, good. Not. Oh, they don't. <laughs> you got me on that. Well, then you definitely better pump the brakes. That's a big old fat gnaw, son. I'm also going to have to, I was thinking, I mean, after that was done, I was going to really dig into that Wopsie, but they mm. don't have any Wopsie on here too. Mm-mm. The roasty's so, on bro, there though, right? I think I they saw got that. the roasty on there. They got the roasty. Mm-hmm. They got the city of champions. They got yeah, the city of champions. Yeah. That, that's a standard. That's staying around. That's a good like souvenir whiskey for anyone that's like traveling in town. You know what I mean? Yeah. We actually got. A, I got a free bottle. They do it in three seventy fives, um, and we got a free bottle of that when I went to that ribbon cutting ceremony that we did the YouTube nice, video man. of. Yeah, everybody that was there got a bottle of that, and um, I think it's a good standard one. I, I really do. We can. Um, we can the roasty was show. delicious when we went and did the interview with them. Oh yeah, that yeah. Oh my god, yes. That was, was one so that just good. like it's so different. Mm-hmm. That's, that it's like it's one of those ones delicious. like it's that different. You need this on your shelf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the bottle stands out like holy crap to this day. Mm-hmm. I, kind of I love that art. I love that artwork. It's so different than anything else they art. have. It looks like something you'd see at like the MoMA. Hmm. The Museum of Modern Art in oh. um, New York. Oh, sorry, art nerd coming out. You're good. You're good. No, that one. That one was good. Mm-hmm. I like that one. You ended up with that one, right? The roasty. Yeah, I took mm-hmm. the roasty home. Nice. What did Alex get? The kilted. The which one? Kilted, because we both had a bottle. Kilted, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I bought you one for Christmas, and my buddy bought me one for like the the bourbon and diaper party that we had before Connor mm-hmm. was born. Um, I do enjoy that one. I'm I'm, t- mm-hmm. I'm taking a break from it right now because that's my like, oh, oh, I could put on a sweater today. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's up, kilted and peated things? <laughs> of course, you wouldn't be able to put a sweater on the past couple of days. Jeez. Oh Lord, have mercy. My grass is when you all open dead. up, dude. Did you guys get any of the thunderstorm that we had yesterday? So no, I got your snap, right? And I was yeah. like, thunderstorms, what do you, because I sat in the basement yesterday working, like down here, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, you know, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, it's been 90, what are you talking about, thunderstorms? And I looked outside, and it was just like gray, and I was like, oh, okay. And we were actually supposed to go to a friend's house, um, who also has been quarantining. I feel like I have to okay. like, make that disclaimer. Um, no, that's a good disclaimer to make, yeah. though, to let people and, know uh, that we're we not being there. Right, we went to their, like, her parents' pool, which the, all of them have been, um, you know, uh, quarantining, but uh, mm. we were, we were supposed to go and go swimming, and I'm like, ah, I'm looking at this radar, and it's like, I mean, it looks like it's passing us, but I don't know about this. And like on our way there, we saw like six like lightning bolts, and I was like, yeah, probably shouldn't go in the pool. So we yeah. went, we had, we ate, we had like pizza, so we ate nice. first, and then um, it kind of st- like you didn't really see much. So we went up for a little bit. We were in the pool for like. 15 minutes and it started raining i'm like and let's go home so we didn't get like crazy thunderstorms in fact i think i don't even think it even rained too much at our house you know um because like when we you know you know how when you cross like that the storm line where it's like 
yeah. wet, 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 like puddles everywhere, and then like a dusting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it spritzed here. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what our house looked like. But um, gotcha. Now we got we got full on like those big old thick yeah. raindrops that look like all the other raindrops mm-hmm. had a baby, and it like, <laughs> there it is. Um, like when you can't tell whether it's rain or hail. It was yeah, it was that fat over here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh thank you God, because it was. It was my, my yard was looking like a freaking desert. I haven't had to cut the grass in like a week and a half. Oh. I haven't cut my grass in like three weeks. Last time I did it it was like starting to die and I was like, I'm not even picking anything up. No. So and then I I went out like the other day and I was like, Oh, it's it's brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's not cute. Which I know it's not like I have like this. You know, it's not like I have like this beautiful like I don't know whatever grass. It's just uh, it's just whatever is here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not like exactly. I like no, seeded. It's, it's whatever was here when we bought the house. But yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, when we bought the house, there was grass outside, not mm-hmm. a desert. Mm-hmm. I will say though, man, I have actually started to find kind of a respite and a relief in yard work oh, these good past for you. few months. I hate yard work. Normally I'm not the biggest fan, but be- prior to like the 90 degrees, oh goodness, it is so hot outside mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And my brother, if he listens to this episode, will laugh at me because he's living in Dallas right now. So to them, like <laughs> 90 is like, oh, well, we can go out today. Oh, I'm going to put a sweatshirt um, on. Yeah, oh, it's a little chilly. Oh, my goodness. That nor'easter is coming through. Um, you know, he's he's texted me. He's like, yeah, my wife and I, we went running today. It was only 105. And I was like, what? <laughs> you guys thought this was a good idea to run in? Yeah, yeah, it's not so bad. It was 110 the other day. What? Yeah, we were at my in-laws this past weekend, and we were in the pool. And, like, they live close to, like, our track and field for the high school. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I don't know about the high school you went to, but the track and field for, like, football, baseball, and then obviously track uh, is nowhere near the high school. It's on the opposite end of town. <laughs> uh, okay. Because, like, our high school is, like, smack dab in the middle of, like, downtown Elwood. Mm-hmm. And then the field and everything is, like, on the other side of town. So it's very separated. Okay. but. Which I thought that's just kind of how it was, and I started going to other schools, and I was like, uh, what? Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so that when we're in their pool, we have a direct sight to the track, and we would see people like walking or like running, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had to step. I, I stepped outside today once to pick up the HelloFresh box that was on our doorstep. Mm-hmm. And when I went out there, I came back in the house because Rachel had been like, oh, if it's nice later, maybe like after dinner before you record, we can like take a walk. And I was like, I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, it's." she said if it cools off. And I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I went outside and I came back in. And I was like, babe, there's no way. Yeah, Lisa asked like our Alexa, like, what's the weather uh, at like 730? And she was like, it's 93. And I was like, <laughs> And because it's Pittsburgh, that means it's also 93 and humid. So welcome very, to very, the swamp. Very humid, yeah. We don't get a lot of heat, but mm. when we do, it's heat and it's sticky. It's gross. It's yuck. It's very moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Don't you just love that word? Moist. I do love that word. I love ticking people yeah, love with that word. You know what my least favorite word is, though? It's not... Moist doesn't bother me. You know what bothers me? Like, 
like makes me like almost want to vomit. Panties. The word. No, I mean, <laughs> panties is gross. But don't get me wrong. I mean, it gives me a bit of a shudder, but like, it's like, whatever. Because you know what? You know what actually helps me with. Okay, so this is going to get like really weird. But when here we are. It? We've been quarantined for four months, and this is what this is where we are now. So the word panties. Okay. <laughs> if do you watch do you watch New Girl at all? Um. Yeah. Lisa's a lot more into. Not that I'm not into it, but I'll watch it sporadically with her. You know, every once in a while. But I don't. I haven't all seen right. every episode. So. So I think Schmidt is hilarious, and the way he pronounces Agreed. words is hilarious. And the way he says, panties, panties. Oh yeah, his his panties. He, he's yeah. Emphasizes the T. Mm-hmm, completely mm-hmm. like degrossified that word for me because I was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. That is funny. So now if anyone's like, oh, anyone's like, oh, panties, I'm like, ooh, and then I just have to think of like Schmidt going panties, and I'm just kind of like, <laughs> and he like 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 really like, not just like the emphasis, but like how he moves his mouth to like he opens his mouth it's not like he's like yeah oh, panties you know and like he's like opens his mouth it's yeah he is his his character is very funny it's so good mm-hmm. so um so it's not panties as schmidt would say it's yeast i hate the word yeast really i hate it right. hate the word yeast it's like everything from moist but with an infection added <laughs> okay yeast Ugh. Ugh, even just saying it. Ugh. Goodness gracious. If it wasn't for the fact that I'm rather enjoying this peated bourbon, I'd, I'd retch, but I don't want to waste it. Ugh. Right. I could never talk about, like, brewing. Like, like this is why I couldn't, like, be a brewer. It's like, oh, is the yeast shipment in? I'd be like, Ugh, stop talking. <laughs> Like, why can't it be something delightful? So that's, that's like, like wheat. 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 Just sounds delightful. Wheat. Wheat. Cool whip. Wheat. Everybody loves wheat. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So, speaking of this um, tasty little finished bourbon. So, given the nose, given the taste, given the price, what would you rate it at? Deep in thought. I'm, th- I'm thinking. I'm not ignoring you. I'm thinking. <laughs> no, I just figured um, you were deep in thought. Okay, so I like the taste. I like the nose. 85's a little steep for me, but I'm also balling on my budget. So, <laughs> um, you know. I am going to go it's our rules so I can break them okay. I'm going to say limited has All right, what explain. I mean by that is I would certainly enjoy having a bottle of this in my house and I would be willing to pay for that every once in a while but the price point would be a sticking point for me in terms of like if when I finished a bottle, it wouldn't be like, okay, I'm going to go out and buy another bottle. Cause I'd be like, all right, it's expensive. So for me, 
So I would say for me, it's a limited house in that I would definitely recommend I would have it in my house. Sorry, my house. Mm-hmm. But um, but I'm going to be buying it maybe like once, twice a year. This wouldn't be like kind of like a regular rotation on the shelf just because the price point. Pardon me. The price point is just a little on the high side for me. If they had come in even at like 65, I'd be like, Past period end, but 85 is just a little high for me. Mm-hmm. That being said, I enjoyed it enough that I'd want to share it with other people. I want to have a bottle to take at like holidays. Like I definitely want to pick up a bottle to take to relatives at like Thanksgiving around Christmas, especially if I have like family and friends who are kind of like, oh, scotch, oh, uh, scotch. I'd be like, well, hold on, maybe try this. This is like a really, really, really gentle introduction into that kind of smokiness that campfireiness that peatiness um dare i say and you know i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna blame aaron and scott for this (laughs) and by blame i mean give them credit but also blame but also credit um i drank it and i was like "Mm, i could use maybe just a little bit more of like a peaty bodiness to this (laughs) you know maybe just a little (laughs) bit more um, cause I was kind of expecting like the, like the kilted rye has got like a really kind of stronger peat finish to it. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because it's tied with the rye, you know, mm-hmm. which is naturally a more aggressive. I'm, I'm actually going to grab my bottle of that. I'll be right back. Um, is John gone? Can we say whatever we want? Can we say things like poop and fart? <laughs> Panties. Oh. When John goes to listen to this later, he's going to be so surprised. <laughs> I'm back. God knows what you said. You'll find out. Um, but yeah, so what I was saying was I was kind of almost expecting a little bit more peatiness to it. But all that being said, it sounds like I'm kind of starting to like dig on it a little bit. And I'm not. I'm just trying to like kind of give an honest opinions on it. So the rye, are... the kilted rye, mm-hmm. it's not just like a regular rye whiskey. It's their malted rye whiskey. Mm. So that's probably why it also has a different taste. A bit more it. robust. I, I grabbed that and I didn't grab another glass. Dang it. Hold on. That's all right. Um, is John still here or is he gone again? Mm-hmm. I'll never tell. You guys are being really patient with me tonight and I appreciate that. I'm acting like a Back. 12-year-old infant, which doesn't make sense. But um, here we are. Love that sound. I don't know if that came through. So good. No, it came through. It came through loud and clear, buddy, and it was very satisfying. Was it good for you? Always. So yes. So for me, it is It is a Haas. I wouldn't have it in the Haas all the time because, again, the price point for me, for my budget, is just a little on the high side. But I, despite the fact that I, I, I was – maybe it's not even that I wanted to have more body, more that I was anticipating it to have a little bit more body to it, you know? Um, just because I was familiar with the kilted rye, so I kind of had a bit of a bias going into hmm. this. But hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I actually am um, probably going to be FaceTiming my brother in the next couple weeks. <laughs> Not probably. I will be. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going to be FaceTiming my brother. Um, and we, we've we been kind of periodically over this quarantine doing FaceTime cigars and whiskey. Oh, there you go. Um, and so um, I have one more Cuban cigar left. Oh, nice. That I will be pairing 
and I, I said, I texted Rob, I was like, we got the scotch bourbon and I took us, I, I, you know, I sampled a little bit last night, mm-hmm. um, because I have patience of a five-year-old and, <laughs> um, I texted my brother and I was like, I think I found the whiskey I'm going to be drinking with my cigar. Next so time we do cigars and whiskey. So I, I do really, really enjoy this. And as somebody who hasn't been more peaty, as it hasn't been as open to scotch as others, um, I found this to be a very gentle lover, somebody who would welcome me with a warm embrace, but so, not too tight a squeeze. So the Kilted definitely has a, a more flavor to it than this one, than the bourbon. Um, and I think that has to play into like the fact that it's a malted yeah. rye. Um, but yeah, trying them side by side, the the scotch tasting notes are about the same between the two but the kilted has okay. just a little bit more of a uptick to it uh than mm. this than the bourbon because um it just has a little bit more extra flavor in it um h- however uh i probably normally would go with a downtown on this. Now, you can't really get it downtown and you can't try it at the distillery because they're not doing tastings anymore. But, um, I think I'm going Thanks, to. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> I think I'm going <laughs> to stick to an, a house on this one. And here's why the rarity. Mm. I did, while you were giving your, your, um, your thoughts, I was trying to do a quick search of what other scotch cask finished bourbons were there mm-hmm. and i might do a little bit more digging but as of my quick google search i didn't find any that's interesting so which would make, if this which would make isn't pioneering in this well not, well not even just pioneering but just like on the forefront of this like if there really aren't that many and i'm sure aaron is probably yelling at his screen going no it's blah 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 but uh um <laughs> you fool! I'm if pulling this is... back all of the equipment I bought you. You're on your own. You've deleted your page from the website. You are no longer welcome here. You are now the Pittsburgh whiskey enemies. <laughs> but uh, if this is truly like something that's not typically out there, and you are a Scotch fan, um, or a Scotch noob, uh, yeah. I'm going to give this a Haas. Uh, yeah, 85 is a little bit more than typical other ones you can buy. Like I said, Booker's sits around 80. That's the first Master, one I <laughs> That's the first one I think of when I think of $80 whiskey. Um But again, I'm not going to go through this in the next month. It's I'm right. going to have it. It's going to be a ooh, this is the perfect setting for this, right? Um especially in the fall, right? Mm-hmm. Uh that'll be the perfect uh setting for that so this one is going to take me a while to go through this bottle you know what i mean heck i have bottles that i absolutely freaking love that i still take my time through you know what i mean so when um, you really like whiskey you're all over the place right i mean you're bouncing from bottle to bottle 85 is a bit on the higher end um for Mm -hmm. my personal budget but i think for the rarity uh of this um i i say has Two houses. Mm-hmm. Two out of two houses agree. You should have it in your house. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy it. I really do enjoy it. It is really good. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, yeah, I know I keep on saying this thing about the body, but what's weird is 
I think the anticipation for more body just came from kind of a preconceived notion of what it would be. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I explained but, my expectations of what I wanted from it. You know what I mean? Right. But when I was drinking it, I was last night when I was drinking it, my initial thoughts were, wow, this is so freaking smooth and dangerously drinkable. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. I mean, it's only 92 proof, so it's not going to. I would actually really like to try this at cash strength. I would be very curious to mm-hmm. try. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well said, sir. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait. I'm I'm sure uh, um, Alex is right there with us. He wants to try. He'll want to try it. It's cat. He thinks everything should be cast strength, but that's just him. The man after our own heart. <laughs> Meredith and Alex, if you're listening, no, we no. love this whiskey. We'd also love to try to cast strength. Mm-hmm. And they're probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Last free <laughs> bottle for those guys. <laughs> Kick them out. Um, Kick them out. Throw, throw them out. <laughs> those Dram Yenzers, throw them out. Blackballed. <laughs> they're more of a downtown podcast for me, personally. <laughs> I don't know why they're from, you know, Brooklyn. Yeah, you, with we, a, went, we went north real fast. Accent. What's that? I said, we went, we went up north real fast. Yeah. You know, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's not so much my speed, you know. I prefer something from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Sorry. But anyway, you know, well, this was fun. Yeah. Uh, what time are we sitting at right now, buddy? Uh, sitting around an hour before edit. I'll edit it right, down. Right, it'll right, be. Right. It'll be. We'll be less than an hour once I get all the fluff out of the way. Well, there's not much I have to cut out. What's that? So unless there's any more tangents you want to go on. No, not really. No, um... Let's see how it is. Okay. All right. You hear that, guys? He's done with me. He doesn't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> no, fun. we can keep talking after I'm this. I'm just going to, you know, fine. I don't want to drag hurt. these people on. No, 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 no. What's that? I said, I don't want to drag everyone else on. We can talk as soon as I shut the recording off. Oh, but John, we can drag people on. It's our <laughs> ability. It's our superpower. Podcasters have the ability to make time drag on and on and on and on. <laughs> So when they click on this episode and they see that it says 120 minutes, they go, good Lord. And we say, <laughs> yes. Listen, we have you in our grasp. And that's when they say, eh, if I'll just listen to something else instead. And that's when I realize it's all been a pipe dream. And mm-hmm. the illusion of power is very real. Do you have anything you want to plug? Like, that's not us? Like, anything you're listening to or reading or into right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that's a great idea. That would just be fun. We should do that all the time after this, but especially like, you know, just give them quarantine and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I always love sharing music. Okay, so, all right. Get ready for this 120 minute episode to happen. This is a lot that I could talk about with pop culture. Okay. First of all, if you have not yet watched Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga on Netflix. You need to right now. Like, stop listening to me talk. The rest of what I have to say doesn't matter. Go watch it right now. It is such a delight. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I loved it so much. And every song in this movie is a mother effing bop. (laughs) It is phenomenal. I loved it. I actually have the soundtrack to this movie on my most played playlist on Spotify. <laughs> and it's been something I've been listening to for four days. That's how much I love it. That's funny. So it's fantastic. All right. So movies, 
Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga. <laughs> Watch it. Love it. It's just feel good. It's exactly it's exactly what the world needs. It's not the movie the world deserves, but it's the movie the world needs. We deserve so much less than that right now. But we got it, so enjoy it. Um, music wise, I mean obviously everything from the movie, mm-hmm. music wise I've been listening to a lot of oh, let's see what I've been listening to a lot of. Um been listening to a lot of Novo Amore, which is like really, really chill. Um, I just recently, and I'm probably behind the curve on this, but I just discovered an artist named Aviva. She's really mm-hmm. good. And I'm also somebody that I constantly go back to is Oh Wonder. Um, they're really excellent too. Um, if you're looking for something a little bit on like the harder side, the heavier side, I would recommend Star Set and I would recommend Nothing More. Hmm. Um, I've also, um, you know, ever since they started doing their comeback prior to this whole COVID thing, I was uh, getting back into um, My Chemical Romance. I love those guys. <laughs> especially, especially, um, I mean, Black, Black Parade is like a classic. I mm-hmm. think Black Parade will be one of those albums that will be like, you know how you, there's always like kind of an album of the decade. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the decade that Black Parade came out is going to be like one of those albums that defined a decade. But um, their album um, "Danger Days: The True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys." Oh my gosh, so good! Yeah, you haven't ever listened to it before. I mean, it's it. The album is ten years old at this point. But, it was their last album before they broke up. I mean, really, like, my Spotify most played, because I'm not really driving anymore, is um, has been uh, Disney Hits. Bruh, that is respectable. <laughs> that is respectable. Mm-hmm. Okay, so have you – this is, like, a really under-the-radar but phenomenal soundtrack, Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. I haven't seen that movie since my brothers were little, because we had Dude. we had obviously Lion King. We had it when I was little, but then we got two because it was around when they were you know, that age, and then we also have Lion King one and a half. <laughs> I love Lion King one. I love all three of them to mm-hmm. be honest. Like mm-hmm. I, I I put it to anyone that the best Disney sequel that was direct to DVD was Lion King two would have been good enough to be in the theaters in my opinion yeah. and the soundtrack holds up <laughs> but uh, uh yeah that's it's basically been like oh here like i've tried putting um uh like all out 2000s or you know nice. uh i've tried doing classic rock you know uh for him and he's just like no nope, i don't want to listen to all this and he like gets mad and points at the remote and, sign, <laughs> and signs more and so I, we end up, we have his own playlist that has like a lot of our favorite like Disney stuff on it, but basically it's mm-hmm. just been the Disney hits because it kind of gives a little bit of variation to it. He ha- Connor has his standard four, four or five Disney movies that he watches on rotation and will not vary from those. But podcast, like other podcasts that my wife and I, Lisa and I usually listen to, um, if, since we're on the Disney train, um, there's mm-hmm. a really good, uh, like travel, 
like Disney travel podcast called um, WDW Today. Uh, okay. And, and uh, it's the same guys you heard me talk about, like the podcast, like that whiskey yeah, show yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. you know, kind of inspired me to, like, want to do my own. Um, it's the same production company that does it. Uh, and actually, the two guys that are on the podcast are, are also guests on or host on this show. Um, but it's really interesting. They, and, and I really like, I get a lot of information from them. They're very knowledgeable about everything Disney and everything like travel wise mm-hmm. Disney. And then, um, if you haven't listened to Armchair Expert yet with Dax Shepard, it's, it's hilarious. He, he's pretty funny. Um, and he, he, yeah, Armchair Expert. And he gets some like top, top-notch people like not he has celebrities on there obviously but like through like he gets like ex like actual experts on like specific fields like he had um he's had a bunch of like health experts on during this whole quarantine thing and okay. um i don't know it's 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 really good it's really funny um it's not like typical interviews that you've heard like you know uh for instance one that i'm thinking of melissa mccarthy was on and, um, nice. you know, you have your typical interviews that you have when they're on, like, you know, talk shows and all that stuff. But, like, they get, like, especially if he's worked with them before or worked with them for a long time, like, they have some really interesting stories they get into and, like, people's, like, personal history. Like, a lot of different people wouldn't have known it, like, that had, like, drug abuse or alcohol abuse, you know, prior. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, that are, like, you know that are, you know, recovering alcoholics or, or so, you know, it's, it's pretty interesting, um, to get, kind of get like the, like behind the scenes almost, right. Look into their lives. Um, and then, uh, yeah, those are the ones, the Sasquatch lounge, the Sasquatch, uh, Sasquatch lounge. It's, uh, uh, another guy who, a uh, big Disney fan. He used to have, it was a, a Disney podcast before that. And he kind of like switched gears. Um, so, it's it's really funny um it's a cryptid show so like you know um sasquatch big slash bigfoot um mm-hmm. uh what's another one like uh is it the jersey devil like like cryptids like those kind of like more like urban legend kind of things um mm-hmm. he's not like a full-on like they all exist but he does like talk about like when there's like a new sighting and not that he makes fun of it but like he kind of is like, oh, okay, why do all these stories of like, I met Bigfoot, but then none of them have pictures. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like he talks right. about it, but, um, but, uh, like I said, he's another big Disney fan and he doesn't really go into Disney that much, but he, he will dive into it sometimes. But, um, it's just a good, right. it's a, a one person one and it's more of a stream of consciousness kind of thing. And I feel like my stream of consciousness is very similar to his. So, uh, I really enjoy listening to it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've gone on enough tangents at this point. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, we selling hats, ladies and gents. Oh yeah. We um, are. Go right to now. our. I'll have the link to the form in the show details. Uh, it's also there's a, a post. I'm trying to make it a pin post for some reason. It's not working. Um, on our Facebook page. Um. If you would like to place a order or reserve a hat, um, please fill it out and we will contact, you know, we're, we're taking 
uh, groups orders at a time and then sending it to like our supplier um, rather than doing like one hat or two hats, you know, here and there randomly. Um, <clears throat> so uh, if you would like to purchase a hat, uh, we have two. We have uh, the flat uh, brim snapback. That's a, a big Zach's big fan of that type of hat. We also have the yeah. cl- the regular uh, fitted fitted hat that I I personally like. Um, I think you look very dapper in it, if I may say so myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, it's totally you. Look, you look great. Uh, Thirty well, bucks, great. thirty bucks for a hat. Uh, I don't think it's it's all embroidered. Um, the our, our friends, hats. our friends at Venezi Sporting Goods, like they did a really awesome job with this. Um, also, other merch we have. Um, you want to talk about that? That's your favorite site to talk about. John, are you talking about um, Dramit.threadless.com? I am. That's Dramit.threadless.com, where you can buy all of your those Dram Yinzers swag, apparel, and otherwise dope merchandise that you can <laughs> rock on your person mm-hmm. any time, quarantine or no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to talk about that, yes. You should mm-hmm. go to Dramit.threadless.com and buy dope swag and apparel mm-hmm. to support yours truly and help us put our kids through college. And again, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. TD Yinzers at all three. If you would like to support the show another way, you can check out our Patreon page. <clears throat> you can also um, check out PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org slash ThoseDramYinzers. It has everything that you would ever need uh, to know about the show all in one nice and easy little click. And while you're there, check out just the regular PittsburghWhiskeyFriends.org. Check out their site. They got some really cool reviews and stuff like that on there. And while you're there, you know, maybe consider becoming a member. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've said that multiple times. If you're not a member already, I don't know what you're waiting for. Yeah. And also, another fun way to support the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast app. What are we on, John? iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, Google Play, all of them. Spotify. I don't think there's one we're not on. <laughs> our like our site, that, our site that we use is basically it partners with everything. So, um, if there is an app, if there is a podcast app out there that we're not on, please let me know, and I will, will do my best to get us on there. But we are on all of them. So you have no excuse, right? Love you. <laughs> but anyway, Zachary, there's only uh, one other way to end the show. Zachary, oh, sorry. Oh, John, before we go, what? Really quick, I just want to give one more shout out to Meredith and Alex and say a big thank you to them for our full bottle, hella sample, and I will be thoroughly enjoying uh, my my part of that over the Mm -hmm. next uh, several days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, just wanted to give a big shout out to them. Buy local, support local. So, cheers to them, but also Zachary, sir, cheers to you. John, me and me, bro. Bro's God of the Brotion. Cheers to you. And cheers to you. Cheers to you.